For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hear the song. Okay. World Cup soccer. All right. Kid, I used to have pointed out to me the answer. Okay. Uh, a, it's uh, it's a cliche that it's a joke, and it's a cliche to pretend you're interested yes, in it. Right. It is what it is. It is in the middle, yeah. It is what it is. But here's the reason this country is not a soccer country. All right. You ready? What's yes. your reason? My reason is uh, the lack of a real action that's going to lead to a result. His, he came up with the answer. Okay. This country's best athletes don't play soccer. Well, if that's Michael true. Jordan and Patrick yes. Mahomes and uh, could have we seen the difference? The, then you're all your stars are on a soccer team, and now you're a soccer fan. Yes, except there it is. here the influence of one individual mm-hmm. in basketball and in hockey mm-hmm. and in football is greater than in soccer. They you can have the greatest player ever, and if they decide to chase him around with two guys, there's nothing he can do. Yeah. And uh, the field's too damn big. And beyond but that, although the indoor soccer was worse than the outdoor soccer. Beyond so. that, I'm I'm not interested in it, which is a cliche. Just as the people who are interested in it, it's a cliche. And the, here's the other problem with the World Cup: uh, the first round it's is being played in a yes, leaphole country. Yes, it is. But you're you they put eight teams in bracket uh, eight, thirty two teams in brackets of four, right? And they play a round robin, and two of those teams advance. So the whole thing is to figure out how to advance. So when we're playing Britain, and we've already tied Wales, and now if we get what they call a result, which means a tie or a win, uh, that's another thing that drives me nuts, their language. But then all i got to do is beat Iran, which is supposed to be terrible, right? Mm -hmm. So... We start that game, and our goal is to have a zero-zero tie. Mm-hmm. To, to then, to because they don't have overtime, or overtime in uh, in the in the group. It's just group play. Those three games, those round robin games, you just add up points, and uh, if if you get if you get you get one, three points for a win, one point for a, for a tie, and the U.S. figures, okay, we got a tie with Wales, we got a tie with, now we got to go out and figure out a way to get a tie with Britain because if they get beat, I mean with England, if they get beat three to nothing, then they're in big trouble. But uh, uh, if they go out and get a tie, then then it increases. So your whole thing is to advance through that round, not to be impressive doing it. Britain didn't give it. Britain had already had three points from a win, right, from a beating Iran. 
So they didn't give a damn. They they were fine for it's a zero. perfect game for socialism. Nothing they, happens. They were fine. <laughs> they were fine zero zero. They were fine with that. Britain. The, the fans hated it over there. We loved it. We thought it was exciting. But uh, the, the whole concept of the here's here's how bad it is. How bad? Is how it? bad is it? 1994. Yeah. I am at. The world championship game, the the one that's going to decide it all. These little guys in their little shorts mm-hmm. have been around here for five weeks. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally, we're going to get the damn thing over and send them back where they came from, right? Okay, Trump. Which is which is which is <laughs> when it comes to so- when it comes to soccer, I am Trump. I am Trump. <laughs> send them back where they came from. Yep, and. So now we have Italy and Brazil for the title. All right. Italy and Brazil for the title. Brazil way more talented than Italy. The game starts, and now in in the, in the knockout rounds, as they call it, they have 30 minutes of overtime, 15 minutes and then 15 more minutes. Italy's goal when that game starts is to have a scoreless tie and go to penalty kicks Two hours from now. And they did not, tr- they got 90 some thousand people at the Rose Bowl, and they did not try to do a damn thing except kick the ball back and forth and prevent goals and do everything to have no action so they can get to penalty kicks where it's a coin flip, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, and and that's what they did. They succeeded. They kept it scoreless, and then Brazil won three to two in penalty kicks. And then they acted like it was a glorious victory. But your championship game is a game where one of them's goal is to not have any goals scored in the game. It was just dreadful. And that's when I decided I couldn't stand it. You know who that they modeled their game after then? Well, he's one of the guys. (laughs) Yes, Jacques. Jacques would have been a great soccer Neutral zone trap. (laughs) Yes, right. It was uh, not a real football. Not a real football. Real football. I believe you have expressed support for Justin Jefferson in the past. Yes. What did you think of him uh, Thursday? Most exciting player maybe in the history of the Vikings. (laughs) Or the game. Or the game. (laughs) Unbelievable. He is, you know, I was saying. The best part, though, did you see the post game when he's trying to eat the turkey? With the grills in. He says, I got to get back to the crib and get these grills out so I can eat the turkey. (laughs) (laughs) And then Thielen spits it out because it's too dry. Too tough. That was. And then Kirk says, I don't know if my dentist in uh, Main Street, Michigan will put grills in for me. (laughs) (laughs) I did not watch the post game. I never watched post games. And then Patrick Peterson ran in there, swiped a big leg, and took off. Oh, really? Okay. You know what? They're uh, they're they're becoming an endearing bunch. Yeah, they are. They were very endearing after the Buffalo game. And uh, how do you account for the game kicking. in the middle? Well, yeah, you know, it happens. Jeez. Yeah, not doesn't happen like that too often. But Jefferson is uh, he is amazing. Uh, he made about four catches that you said really, really. I mean, you're trying to figure out how they had all these comebacks. But you know, because noticed, of him, that's how they have him. He either catches it. Or he, Thielen's wide open because they're trying to cover Jefferson. I'm noticing something. Yes. Having watched more football than I normally would. Mm-hmm. College and pros. Yes. 
These guys are catching the ball like they never have yes, before. Yes, I have been saying that. What this is five, this is, six this years. This is at amazing. Least. I've been the one-handed catch of these kids is nothing. No, I've been saying for five or six years what we don't what we don't take into account with all these passing games is the catches these guys now They're, make. It's phenomenal. It's the the spectacular. You know, we were we were always impressed with Chris Carter because mm-hmm. he could catch a pass and ride the sidelines, mm-hmm. keep his feet in. They were. Routine. He these wasn't are, doing that, leaping up in the air with no. one hand and standing These are ballet performers. The these one that Devontae really Adams made yesterday was pretty impressive amazing. against Seattle. I didn't see it. Well, yeah. What did he do? He was, and they, they won in overtime, but mm-hmm. he caught one on the sideline using the left shoulder to keep the defender away from him as he's rotating and caught it with his shoulder and his right hand. That was pretty it's, good. Uh, You've yeah, seen it, it in some of the college games. Yeah, there are some stud stud. I don't watch much college, but they there are some stud receivers too. But there there are. I say it's the easiest position to find players, athletes. There's athletes, but there's only a select number of great ones. You know, there's there's these guys, and then but there's it really seems every team ones. has one. Yeah, yeah. This guy's this guy. Uh, it's time to vote an N in as the uh, receiver in as an MVP. Yep. They ought to give this guy. They ought to give this guy serious consideration. Okay, you want my second observation? Mm-hmm. Uh, something's got to be done. I mean, this is an old topic, but I might have a new wrinkle on it. Something has to be done about the officiating. It's too becoming too overbearing and and right. too interrupting and yes. too it's in and they're calling now certain things should still always be called face masks and yeah. uh, uh obvious offsides and but i saw one the other day i don't even remember which game it is ill ineligible receiver downfield mm-hmm. he was downfield by this much yes yeah took away a touchdown yeah yeah they're they're ruining the game with their constant intrusions again joe for any number of years, I've been saying, here's the problem with the NFL, particularly. The officials should say, the officials' thought should be not, how can I, should be, how can I not call a penalty, mm-hmm. rather than, boy, what can I find here to call it's, it's, a penalty? It's ruining the game. It has to come and hit you in the head yes. before you call a penalty. And yes. you see a change once postseason starts. But it's, it's very of, but, noticeable. But a lot of this is also the crew that is refereeing. And what is disgusting is the crews that call the most penalties are the ones that end up advancing to the playoffs. It's the, just the, it's, and, they're they're you know, they're putting a sour effect on the game. They're Basketball has always had the highest level of influence with the with the with officiating because they can give you points, right? Mm-hmm. They can but I think football at, at, at the NFL has gotten more intrusive the, into the it's result terrible. of a game that it's brutal. It is. It drives hey, Grant me crazy. was on to this 40 years ago. Yeah. He wants professional officials. I'm not sure that would cure the problem. Well, it would standardize the crews to some extent, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, it might, yeah. This is, you wouldn't have to have the same guys together all the well, time. Well, the other either. part of it, too, is once they decided to put a guy in the booth, now all of these oh. Sean Hockley's of the world want to be the next guy in the booth. Okay, here's what I'd do so if I ran the league. it's a 15-minute explanation of what the call should have been and what it eventually became on the field. I'd revamp the rules and uh, make anything that can... 
uh, injure another, seriously injure another player would would be uh, a reason for a whistle. Mm-hmm. So well, targeting, have, there's something. I mean, you can't face mask. You can't allow the offensive lineman to grab a guy and throw him down. You gotta have, you gotta have holding. Okay, but, but I want to see that to call holding. Yes, not this. Yeah, the worst. I I was having this thought again a couple of days ago. I'm having thoughts about this. I can't believe it's the worst. <laughs> the worst thing to ever happen to sports is review rules. Review <laughs> rules. Review. Right. You should not. And look at baseball creeping towards it. Oh, more and more baseball. Yeah. Oh wow! Let's see. It was a half inch. His Boy, that used to be called tie goes to the runner. Finger <laughs> finger came off the bag by yeah. a half an inch, and TV loves it because it makes them important. Yep. But uh, it's. I was watching a game. Yeah, and you're right, Reavers. The guy up there, oh. he wants to get in on the action. Mm-hmm. He be feels close. left out. He put there's on his call. best suit. He wants to be on TV. There's, yep. a, there's a call down there that nobody's even arguing about, and all of a sudden this jackass from up there beeps his way in. He's got to look at it. The best example of that was the touchdown they took away from New England on Thursday yes. night by Hunter Henry. Like, wait, that's not a touchdown? No, like, what? You're holding. How come you can... He didn't be, survive the ground. Pat. How come you can be a receiver? Mm-hmm. I mean, a runner. And if the nipple of the ball hits the goal touches, line, touches the goal line, mm-hmm. and then a ball comes flying out mm-hmm. and up in the air, and somebody returns it 100 yards, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It touched the line. But you can throw a pass to a guy who's got the ball in two hands for two seconds above the line. Mm hmm. And then when he goes down to the ground, it wobbles. It, wobbles. it never left his hands. Right. It never got to the ground, and it's not a touchdown. Yeah. That is serious well, crap. Well, I'm telling away. you, they're ruining the game. Yeah, but they people watch it in huge numbers, and and they you know TV got in on the action by saying, "We'll be back with the decision on oh, this yes. review. Don't we'll touch be back. that dial. You're going to have to come back. There's." They do not get the public anywhere on television. Can they get the public to stay through the ads more than when they're having a review that's mm-hmm. important, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. yeah, that's the only time we stay through the ads. Mm-hmm. Everything else we cl- we click away. They call timeout. We go to find another game, or we go find something else. But on a review, Uh-oh. I got to see what they're going to do here. I can't touch you, the but dial. It's, it's becoming more common. You can have a ten play drive. Yes, and a flag is thrown seven times. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's if, if if you get one of those uh, fired up crews yep. that loves to control the game, and uh, I, I think there's guys back there that boy, I haven't thrown a flag here for about ten minutes. Maybe I should throw one here pretty soon. They're going to get they're going to. He's an insurance there. agent in Ashtabula, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, yeah, with, <laughs> with with the money you're making too. Mm-hmm. They they could have, you know, maybe you shouldn't keep these crews together. That they think that's great. Yeah. They get so chummy, and you know, this is, yeah, you know, you're right. You're there was uh, right. there was a video uh, that I was made aware of by a mutual friend of a guy that <clears throat> started Thanksgiving a bit early, mm-hmm. then had the Thanksgiving festivities with the fam, 
then went to the Vikings game. Mm-hmm. And let's just say the second half of that was a little rough for the young man. <laughs> I don't think he ended up in jail. This but was a companion, a friend of This yours? is a friend of a friend. Okay. I, I don't know the person that well. So, so he stayed up. He had the late Wednesday night thing. Oh, I'm sure. Got yes. hammered. And then he started drinking with the family. Got to get up and you know, got to prepare the bird and do mm-hmm. all that stuff. And you got to have a couple yeah. cold ones while you do that. Mm-hmm. And then went to the Vikings game Thursday night. Well, Oof. I ran into Tim Murray at the Wild game Friday. Mm-hmm. Proprietor, big Wild. He had a Wild jersey on and uh, and a big Wild fan. And I said, Tim, you got a bad break. That game got over too late for you to get the post-Viking crowd. He said, I don't want the post-Viking crowd. So they're all drunk. <laughs> I want know, the pre-Viking crowd. He says, I got a hard enough time keeping staff in in, right. in current times than having to have to deal with a bunch of drunks after a game. You know, if a, a nice, polite guy wants to come down and go to dinner with his wife after the contest, but there aren't many of those left. Well, you're no. not going to have dinner at 11 o'clock. No, I said no. I said yeah. because of the yeah. game time. If it was a, you know, a, it was a Thursday, if it was a game you could have had the crowd in right. there. If the game ends at 6, you can get people that, in there. That run, the Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday, because the Wild played at 2, right, on Friday? Yep. Uh, they were, was it 1? I think it was 1. Well, whatever. What, it was an afternoon tilt. They were uh, they were looking for servers in the downtown St. Oh, Paul really? and Minneapolis area really? big time, yeah. They were uh, the Wild game. Anybody who doesn't, uh, who questions the uh, help that... Uh, that a, a team gives to a downtown. Mm-hmm. I was going to the Wild game, and I stopped at the Cassettas. Uh, Sarah McClellan recovers the, uh, the the Wild for the Star Tribune, and uh, I don't show up to games very often, so the first time I show up to a game, I stop at Cassettas and get uh, a little something from the the French bakery there, yeah. the, the Pasteria or whatever it is. So I stopped there. This is an 11.30 for a 1 o'clock start. There had to be 120 people in line for the uh, wow. Cosetta's Buffet. Really? They were all the way back, all the way back, all the way down the hall. They were going in there to eat the Cosetta's uh, Buffet, man. It was, it was, you know. And guess what? If there's no hockey game, I don't even think they're open. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they so. might not be. So it was, uh, you know, it, it helps. Did it, you see any of the game last night, Green Bay at Philly? Not much. I okay. did see the, uh, every time I turned it over, Philly was running for 12 yards. So. Well, yeah. I was going to say, that's your MVP right there. Jalen Hurts? Oh, yeah. Now, he only played in high school. He didn't go to college? No, he played oh, he at went to Alabama. Alabama and Oklahoma yeah. oh, and then transferred yeah. to Oklahoma. Well, when he was introduced last night, he just gave his high gave school. Gave his high school because oh, so, he, yeah. he probably didn't. They, some of them do that. He probably didn't want to. He got he won a national championship at Alabama, and then Tua showed up, yep. and they benched him and played Tua, and then hurt uh, transferred uh, sat on the bench for a year, and then transferred to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rogers got hurt. The yep. paper doesn't tell us why. He ribs, had a rib like, injury looked and looked like bad ribs and everything else. I think it was technically diagnosed as an oblique, but it was his ribs. Well, it was technically diagnosed as. Upper body. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Sure. But Jordan Love came in. Yep. Is it Jordan? Mm-hmm. Jordan Love, and uh, looked very good. Yes, he did. Very oh. good. Give me a break. Yeah, you guys sound like Chris Collinsworth. 
That guy <laughs> drives me nuts. Jordan Love comes in. He throws a little square out pass to the you know to the guy running out. Every of the back. pass was perfect. Every uh, pass out of the was backfield. Perfect. Well, uh, your ten year old grandson can make that throw. Yeah. And the next one for the touchdown, he threw it to an open receiver. Yeah. Yeah, the guy was open and he threw it to him. Yeah. There was nobody within eight well, feet of him. That was my question though, is uh is 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 are we gonna see only love from now on? Well, if they were smart the, they'd the tell, season's if over they'd for tell them. them. Yeah, they're four and eight. If they were smart, they'd tell Aaron to take the rest of the year off. And if you wanna play the last one, yeah. yeah if you wanna play the last one. But yeah, there's no there's nothing to be gained by having Rogers not letting this they gotta make a decision on this kid. Because mm-hmm. he's uh after the third, this is third year. After the third year, they have to say whether they're picking up the option, right? Mm-hmm. The fifth year, which is big money, so they'll they'll have to pick it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, they got to play him, find out what he is, right? Mm-hmm. Rogers is they they got to shop if somebody they got to get rid of Rogers, and if uh, somebody wants to give him a fourth round draft choice, take it. Oof, you know, right? I still think he'd have some value if he wanted to play, but he did have the I think very Russell, disinterested look in the I first quarter. I think Russell quarter. Wilson has lowered the market oh, that's for, true. for over-the-hill quarterbacks substantially that's because true. Uh, he is, Denver gave up the farm. Everything. They gave up the farm, and now he stinks, mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, it's not good. Never trust a man in football. Now, this is a hot take. Okay. Never trust a guy to be the leader of your football team if he says he didn't engage in premarital sex. That's what I say. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. He, no, oh my! That That's a scolding hot that is sports a scolding take. Spot sorts. You know, he and the the singer he married, whoever Sierra. she was, they bragged about that. Come on. How about Cousins wears his wedding ring when he plays? I never oh, yeah. trust a quarterback no. who does that. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's, well, he's playing good. well. He's playing he well. Great throw to the tight end of that game, that Hawk- yeah. Hawkinson when he that mm. throw down there to the right was a hell of a throw. But he has learned the one thing O'Connell's gotten him to do is if there's a little coverage around, still throw it rather than— uh, Especially if it's Jefferson. If How come black one? guys aren't tight ends? Yeah, I don't know. Who was the last great black tight end? I would think that that's a bit of a controversial comment. We had Antonio Gates that was really good. Yeah. Was Kellen Winslow? The award for the tight end is named for John Mackey, who was one of the first great. But you have to admit, there aren't many. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there are. It is a. a, They all look like Hawkinson or Kelsey or. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, that's true. I think it's. uh, Who's the guy for. you know, maybe you know, because, maybe because the brothers are too smart. Yeah. You know, when you're a tight end, you gotta go block somebody, right? Sure. You're a wide receiver, you gotta block some of the time, but not all of the time, right? right. right. I think they're too smart. Has Minnesota ever had a more exciting athlete than Jefferson in any sport? Oh, I would think so. Well, who? What about Capricorn? Pocket. Hey, you're talking commies. Okay. P- pocket. Pockets. Buxton, when he plays, is yeah, exciting. Yeah, but not. Well, he doesn't play. Pocket. So, pocket. Uh, you know, the early years. And ath- the athletic aspect of it is, you know, the early years. 
Harmon wasn't an athlete. Wasn't an athlete but he's going to be, whether he likes it or not, he's going to spend his entire career being compared to Randy Moss for a lot of reasons. Different. They're, no, different I, I agree. I agree completely. But I'm just saying the comparisons will be there till the day he if stops I want playing a guy, football. Uh, if I want a guy fighting for the ball, I want Jefferson. If I want a guy just going zoom, I'll take Moss. But... Uh, Pat, I got a breaking story just texted to me. Okay. George Kappas, 75 years old, died, just died. Owned the Gopher Bar in downtown St. Paul. I thought George was, uh, he hadn't been to work for years. He's dead. I thought he was dead uh, some time ago. Just One of the died great now. characters of all time. Oh, God. I believe he was a supporter of uh, former President Trump. That would not surprise me. <laughs> You know what they did? The wife has been working. I stopped there once in a while. And the wife has been working there, and George hasn't been around, but I think it's his kid that's doing most of the cooking now. But they took down all the signs. Yeah. They, I think somebody said, you know, there will be a guy, there will be a guy who voted for a DFL or who might want might want to uh, hot dog in here sometimes, mm-hmm. so you, maybe you should take down the 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 signs, which are very controversial to say the least. But whoever came up with the res- whoever came up with the recipe for the sauce they put on the uh, it's chili. On, I know that, but the the recipe for that chili yeah. is fantastic. You were ever, I bet you were never there, Reavers. I've never been to the Gopher Bar. Still you. going. Still, once in a while, it's just closed for no George reason. George could easily be uh, insulting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Yes. Uh, a, a chili dog. One or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, George is, uh, is, is, his son is, I think it's his son is much more, uh, I wouldn't call him, you know, you know, hey, give me a couple. Okay. Thank what you. intersection is it at? It's seventh and... It's way down, Lower Town. It's a seventh and two blocks from the ballpark. Okay, down there in Lower Town. I'll tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, is it Rookie's a huge fan of the Gopher Bar? Oh yeah, it's great. They're, they're, it's great, and uh, it had atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's it's a hell of a it's a hell of a dog. There's no doubt about it. Why don't I they thought, give me the cross street here? I thought well, George. I can look it up. I just thought maybe you knew it off. Well, it's uh, offhand. It's a block up from the whatever's a block up from the ballpark is in and seventh is what mm-hmm. it is. Gotcha. But it's way down in Lower Town. So George was only seventy five. Mm-hmm. God, I thought he was seventy five when I worked at the St. Paul paper. <laughs> He's been he hadn't been at work for a long time. He must have been suffering from cancer or something for a long time but are we going to learn now that he had the the heart of gold and, <laughs> you know. no you know who you need this is when you miss him the most the box mm-hmm. you miss the box don boxmeyer couple went in a foursome they had a beer george yells at him you want a bleeping pitcher of beer it's cheaper <laughs> Oh, do they got George stories? Yeah. Oh, people are responding on Twitter. To no, it's St. Paul paper. Oh, they oh they just write the. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was a. It was a different uh, deal. 
You're still looking up the Shevin's and Wakuda. I knew he was still looking up Shevin's the Shevin's and Wakuda Street. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's uh, that's been there since 1955. Prior to that, it opened 1935. Up on down uh, near the auditorium, where the auditorium is. Oh yeah, I was yeah up on the other side of mm-hmm, town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was it? behind there? I don't know. Okay. We ain't that old. No, I know, but uh, I, I knew they'd uh, move down there. But it's great. Well, what was the other? Uh, there was one up on Wabasha that was the Coney Islands too. What well, you're thinking of uh, Arbanitas. Yes, yes, yeah. It still gone. exists. Is it but really? sometimes uh, the daughter opens it maybe once a year. Oh, it's there. Oh, yeah. it's the building's still there. The huh? building's still there with the old writing on the windows and the yeah. old deal. Oh, that's right. I see it. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's never Probably opened. the oldest building in St. Paul. It there was opened. a Civil War armory, that building. What? Yes. Wow. Yep. That, well, that is uh, one of the oldest. So, mm-hmm. Well, maybe she'll open hers in honor of George today then or yeah. something. Yeah. And, well, yeah, it was... It was, it was, it was, it was not a, it was not a welcoming place. No. <laughs> but it's a little better now. The wife was. The well, you don't, you don't take the wife. The wife's got an edge to her. Yeah. But not like George. Oh, I thought you meant you took your wife. No, you don't wife take a. I, the wife and I have gone. Oh, I wouldn't take a wife. Yeah, that was, yeah. we've gone. Yeah. At, uh, I got her to go there once. Yeah. And she loved the dog. She, it's not, it's not as. It's not as uh, frightening as it used to be, <laughs> but, it's, but it's, I mean, the product is great. The product is great. It's, it's just it, dogs with chili on it. Yeah, but it's. Uh, uh, and I don't think George reacted well if you sought, uh, say, a craft beer. Yeah, I don't think that we had a lot. I don't think so. we had a lot of craft beers, no. That's uh, that's uh, St. That's St. Paul. St. Paul isn't as ne- as unique as it used to be, but it's still unique. When I was writing the Denning thing a week ago, it was just mm-hmm. all the, you know, the the connections of all these guys. They all know each other. It's still a. I called Snap. He showed up with a front end loader. Yeah, yeah right, half an hour later, <laughs> Snap. I looked up. I looked up how Snap got his name. Snap. Snap there was a thing. Snap Lightner is a fire department. Uh, he was Snap, a buddy of Denning's. Yeah, big buddy and big Cretan guy. Mm-hmm. But Snap's name was going to be Otto. He oh. was Otto. His name was Otto, but they already had Otto. Otto. Yeah. And they already had two Ottos in the Ottos in the family, and one of the uncles at the baptism said, "We can't have another Otto in the family. Let's he said, let's call him Snapper." Yep. This is at his baptism, <laughs> and the rest of his life he was snapped. They Snap shortened Lander. it to snap. Yep. He said, ah, at the baptism, he says, ah, we got too many. That's honors. not going to work. Not, not going to work. So <laughs> Snapper became Snap, and he was he's still he's still uh, going. Snap is still going. He's only in his late 60s, I think. So, But, yeah, they all know each other. What did you think of your wild when you saw him? I don't like him. You don't? I don't like him. You got to tighten with, it up? I don't know about tightening it up. I don't. Well, Lafleur let in. I mean, the flower let in too right off the bat. Oof. One was terribly soft. The second one was awful. Yeah, yeah. Awful. He kicked it in basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. That guy playing your first line center is what's his name? Sam somebody or something. nobody. They should have Eck playing with the first line, but they got him down there with Felino and now Reeves. 
who's really a good guy, by the way. I went and talked to him. He was We were talking to him 10 minutes. He's one of those rare hockey guys. When you ask him a question, he answers it. Well, they're portraying him as a thug. He's not a thug. Well, if he well, wants to fight. The bell. He wants to fight. Yeah, yeah. he wants to. He got a hit. The crowd was ready for him, though. But he can skate. Uh, oh, he can skate better than take, most goons. Takes a little while. Yeah. Takes a little while. <laughs> well, but you got to get my shot. Got to get started. But <laughs> he had four <laughs> hits and the biggest cheers of the night, except yeah. for the goals, were uh, when he hit somebody. So, seven game homestand, and they have another one at, towards the end of the year, a seven yeah, game weird, homestand. Weird. What an odd schedule, because now they don't play again until Thursday. I'll tell you, the, the hottest ticket in Twin Cities, though, is that Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, yep. 1 o'clock game at the X. They played on that date, meaning the day after Thanksgiving, 20 times, and yep. they've been home 19. Yep. So Craig Leopold, when he's talking to the schedule people, must yep. say, I don't care what you do to us, we're home on the Friday on after Friday. Thanksgiving. Because right, yep. the, the urchins were out in force in their jerseys. Oh, and they buy hats and sweaters. Oh, God, you couldn't get into the room. No. I got there no. early, and uh, I got there early, and it was just packed. Were they selling them for 300 bucks like the new Twins jerseys? I wonder if. You know, that's Joe Polad. You know, that was a Joe Polad production the other day. Okay. And now he's in charge. So explain that to me and the listener. What? The, the the transition with the twins, Jim stepping down. Jim's, uh, you know, not terribly fiery, and I think he's bored with it. And and you know, he's kind of been. Carl said, "You're baseball, you're Pepsi, and Bill. I don't know what the hell you are, but uh, you know, he but Bobby." Bobby ran the Pepsi thing out in Seattle. It okay. sold for five. Who's running the cars? I uh, I think Jim's in on that. I think that's Jim. But I think they're partners on most of this stuff. But they, they own need, the Porsche dealerships. They oh. needed a front man. They needed a front man here for the twins, and they needed a front man for the bottling company out in C- Seattle, which basically the Pepsi distributor for an ungodly big territory. And Bobby was out there for years, but Joe's his kid, and Bobby's a little more of a fired-up type of guy. So, uh, uh, and Joe's—they've been—I think they've been grooming him. How know. old is he? How old is Joe? Just turned forty, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, whose kid is Joe? Jim. Bob. Bob. And Joe. Now, Joe, as I said, we're hoping he's more successful than he was in the radio business because mm-hmm. he was the guy behind the. Yeah. What was the name of that? Go 96.3. That Go didn't 96. work out well. Ah, they bought those two signals for $26 million and sold them for four. That's not good. That's not. I think that's what it was. That didn't That didn't work that's out. That's why well. we couldn't afford a front-line starting pitcher. That was the attempt. <laughs> that was the attempt to mix. couldn't get that game in Hudson, that Wisconsin. Was the, that was the attempt to, to mix alternative music with baseball. Yeah. You know, they should have had the booth across from us at the fair down there next to the fried pork. And no, the pork no, no, no. That's 93X. They, oh. 93X is very popular, yeah. right? Yes, yes, it is. That's hip-hop, though, right? No, it's uh, hard rock. Hard rock. No, I'm good. telling you. They were down there. Right across from us, down the street. I think Joe is right. They were, yeah. there were, they were inside they had that booth. For they a had while. a nothing booth with somebody sitting in there playing songs you couldn't discern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that didn't work out well, but no. he's going to try to modernize the operation, and it started with uh, the uh, introduction of the new uniforms at ungodly or the new jerseys at ungodly prices. But I, you know what, this world is a 
filled with uh, coincidences, isn't it? Yeah, and I have a thought about the unions, but go ahead. Okay. The coincidences. So I go out to the unveiling. The new era of the twins. It's here. Mall of America. And the guy telling us this is an animated uh, black guy named Juice Sutton. All right. And Juice is one of, what do we call those guys? A DJ? MC DJ. Sure. DJ type. There was a DJ, too, playing records. Playing records. Playing records. Albums. This was this was really uh, this was you know, he, hey, he was what he was just a forty five he was doing this though yeah he was yeah he was doing with his finger like yeah. he was doing yeah. stuff so yeah. you know they they try to pretend like they have something to He's do with the music that, right. you know he was playing with it with his finger right his name was what the hell was it something. Uh, Marky, Maddie Matt. Oh, Maddie yeah. Matt. Maddie Matt. Matty I Matt. know Maddie Matt. Maddie Matt. Donna yeah. was wonderful. Oh, Maddie uh, Matt's then, great. But then Juice comes out and says, "How you doing, Twins fans? Yeah, ready for the new era of baseball?" And you can look at, I can look at Juice and say. You have never been to a baseball game in your entire life, <laughs> okay? So now I'm saying, right? He don't know if he's on foot or horseback when it comes right. to baseball. Ah, oh, let's hear it up there! Yay! In front, and then a little on the left. Yay! New era of Twins baseball. Okay, I got an idea for. But it. I got to tell you, yep. I go to the hockey game Friday. Yep. You know who's there? Jimmy Doing Jam something. Juice Ma- Sutton. Juice was there. Juice is there. Playing records. What are the odds? What are the odds <laughs> of running into Juice Sutton twice in a week <laughs> when you never even knew he existed? Matty okay. Matt used to work at the nightclub I bartended at. Oh, okay. And a great guy. He's a really, really good guy. Okay, did drink you a lot the, of Red Bull. Could you Oof. get? Uh, could you, I was going to say, could you get uppers? Okay, <laughs> he was a Red Bull guy. He doesn't, right. didn't, does not drink. Okay, really? uh, only drink. He drank about eight cans of Red Bull. How you could play that music and not drink? I oh, admire God, you. I, I, anyway. yeah. Did you read the letter to the editor from a guy at a great point? Why all this emphasis on the Twin Cities for the Twins? We even put Twin Cities on one of the new one uniforms. Of the it's pretty good. I, it's my favorite one of the ones. Why does there. anybody care? Yeah. And this guy said, what about us rural there's, fans? There's three other jerseys. So I'm thinking, take, pick a few cities with cool, like Okabina, mm-hmm. or, and have uniforms that represent outstate Minnesota. You mean Twins Territory? Twins yeah, Territory. Twins Territory. Uh, and now under under East, you know, what's Bemidji, and under under it, mm-hmm. Twins Territory. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, but they can't make that, they can't. Produce that many jerseys? Why the not? Problem. They sell them as souvenirs. Yeah, well, they could make a few. I guess I don't know. You know but I, I don't think why people. Why are people offended? I mean, the two guys shaking hands over the river have been right. on there all the time with TC on them. Oh, on we were supposed to ask you: Is that coming down? Is Minnie and Paul no, coming down? No, Minnie and Paul will stay, but it could have a new look to it. Oh, could uh, could represent more than uh, white people, from what I understand. I see. But I haven't. But it's supposed to stay. They're saying it's staying. Okay. But I are as many or Paul or one of them going to convert? I would guess that uh, that that's what I heard. It, yeah. it, it, it did not represent. Uh, so we're going to have some diversity. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting a Latin guy up there. No. I mean, no. 
I mean, they, you know, the light. How would you depict that, though? Uh, I don't want to get into that. No, either do I. I'm don't. already in no. enough yeah, I was going to say, I've already, I've already got enough editing ahead of me. Have from we heard that. anything on that we're, yet? We're going to be okay. We're we gonna, no, no response yet. We're okay. Yep, okay. we're okay. No response yet. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's enough. I'm going to stop you before you get... Well, no, I had... So the transition... Because we had a couple of emails, Pat, is the only reason why I brought up the poll ad thing. So the transition, it's really nothing more than just a title here and there for the well, Twins. Well, yeah, no, but Jim's going to be the... Jim's going to be the guy. Uh, jo, Joe's going to be the guy. Okay. Joe's going to be the CEO. When you're trying to get a hold of the CEO, Joe's the Joe's guy. Joe's your guy. I don't know if they gave him the title CEO, but he's the he's the boss. Gotcha. And uh, I, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was coming this quick. But I out there on uh, at that whatever the hell it was, they were I was they were told, yeah, this is he's he's basically been running a lot of stuff behind the scenes for about three years. Gotcha. Okay. Ever since he ever since he got out, lost his radio duties. Although you know when the twins, <laughs> my it's still my favorite moment though when when the twins run going ninety six is because that was Joe's finest moment when he was going through the schedule. Wondering what days off he was going to have from GL. I didn't know we switched. And then they had realized that, well, Joe, the Twins are now on Go 96. Right. They're not on 1500 anymore, which was. Uh... Well, they should have stayed with 1500. Yes, they yeah. <laughs> well, I just got a text from an employee over there on Joe. So Okay. Our former employee. I won't comment, but. Somebody listening to us right now live? No, he's no. Said the news just came out on on, on Joe Polet's promotion oh, to the I see. Twins oh, position. Oh, I see. Yep. But we, uh, particularly today, we're very supportive of the Polets. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not going to say anything. So. Is that enough? I think so. I think we gave more than they deserve. Yeah, see okay. you later. Yeah. Bye. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing and returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. The Canopy Group is an insurance agency that is unique by offering 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. And we're going to throw this holiday analogy at you. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert you could have this season was fruitcake? Not me, I wouldn't. That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, your neighbor creates this dessert exchange with 40 family members. It's going to be great. You could have a a fun family exchange with desserts like divinity, peanut brittle, fudge, cutouts, gingerbread, all of that good stuff. 
enough. At the Canopy Group, we get that it is all about options. That's why our insurance agency offers 16 companies. In addition, we have 40 licensed elves, I think those are agents, working behind the scenes to assure you always to have the best coverage at the best price. Remember, our clients' average saving is over $800 per year. This holiday season, don't get stuck with just the fruitcake. Get options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com today.